Hey there, this is Maeve saying hello on my first ever podcast episode of Take Some Time Off. (laughs) On Take Some Time Off, uh, we will talk about ways that you can chill out, do something that's not work, and take a load off. But we'll also be talking about the value in that, the value in rest, the value in mindfulness as a lifestyle. Um, And then hopefully I'll talk a little bit about my time off uh, because I've made some big moves this year and I'm taking some time off too. Before we get started today... um, thought it might be good I'm realizing that not everybody knows who I am or I don't know I don't know who's listening I don't know if anyone will be listening but um even if you do know who I am um which you probably do and you're probably a family member um but regardless I wanted to talk a little bit um or I think it's a good idea to start off with um some of my values and some of my Uh, motivations in starting this podcast. So my name is Maeve. I am from Ohio, but I lived for the past five years in New York City. And during that time, um, I've always been kind of a hardcore overachiever, workaholic who kind of define themselves through their work and through proving themselves worthy through work, right? So like, um, good grades kind of validated me throughout, um, college and and before that. And then once I got out of college, it was harder to kind of get approval from others, um, or like a stamp, you know, that says you're good and here's why. So I worked really hard at work, stayed super, super late. I was a uh, elementary school teacher and I would work, you know, 12, 13 hour days sometimes. Um, and kind of just like general people pleasing. Um, but a lot of it, a lot of it centered around work. Um, and so during that time, I started to get some pretty severe anxiety and depression. Um, and I hope that we can talk a lot about mental health on this podcast. It's something that I am super passionate about. Um, but when I started feeling really anxious, um, a lot of it centered around my health and just um, kind of like obsessive thoughts. And thankfully, through a therapist um, and some other avenues um, like yoga and meditation and Buddhism, um, I found out that I needed to rest more. Um, and it kind of came over a period of five years Um along with, you know, the self-care, self-love stuff that's everywhere, and and tons of that stuff is really helpful for me, too. Um, But I realized that work can't be the only thing that defines me, that I deserve to be a happy person as well as a hard worker, that I deserve play as much as I... uh, need to work, um, and that I deserve to be happy even at work, that, um, my mistakes 
and my um, efforts, however they go, don't define me. Um, So with that in mind, I kind of started this wellness journey, I guess, um, five years ago. And since then, I've become certified in uh, as a yoga teacher, and I've um, done a lot of retreats. I, I moved to Korea for a year and uh, spent a lot of time studying Buddhism over there. And ultimately, uh, the biggest way that I have taken some time off, um, very, very literally, is that um, in the past couple of months, I quit my job as a school teacher in New York City, which was very hard to do, but um, I felt like I needed the time and the space. So anyway, I quit. I moved across the country to Salt Lake City, Utah, um, which I will talk about more. And now I have all of this time um, that I've never had before that uh does not involve work or preparing for work. And so part of making this podcast is just me exploring what I want to try to do with my time um, and the different values um, in doing things that aren't like ostensibly productive, like that don't produce anything um, and maybe are, dare I say, just for fun. Um so part of it is is me figuring that out. And then part of this podcast, I want it to just be um, a way for me to share what I've already learned about that, um, about the value in rest and play and, um, and taking time for you. So I'll share one idea a week, one recommendation for how you can take some time off. Um, and then maybe we'll talk about some other stuff, too. You can uh, let me know what you think after you listen to this, and then I'll add it in. It will be like a total request lot. And now, without further ado, my first recommendation on Take Some Time Off, morning pages. What are morning pages, you may ask? Well, um, how I came across morning pages was actually through a good friend, Anshul, who... Probably will never, ever hear this, but Angel, if you are listening, I hope you're doing well, and thanks for telling me about Morning Pages. And then eventually, um, I read the book, um, which coined the term, which is The Artist's Way, uh, A Spiritual Path to Higher Creativity by Julia Cameron. This book is amazing. If you are interested at all in kind of like getting to know yourself better or um, getting to tap into some like blocked creativity. This is like a 12 week program throughout this little workbook. Um, And it really does encourage you to kind of think differently about who you are and redefine your goals um, and get to know yourself better. And so in this book, uh, Julia Cameron makes two recommendations that are like non-negotiables on your journey to tap into your creativity and learn more about yourself. The first one is called the artist state, which we can talk about another time. But the other one is called morning pages. Um, And you know, this is good because um, whatever that girl's name is, who wrote eat, pray, love. She did this for 12 weeks. And then she apparently went to Italy and did the eating and praying and loving. So, um, very inspiring stuff. But anyway, here is what 
a morning page, what morning pages are. And this is a direct quote. Um, morning pages are three pages of longhand writing, strictly stream of consciousness. Um, there is no wrong way to do morning pages. These daily morning meanderings are not meant to be art or even writing. I stress that point to reassure non-writers working with this book. Writing is simply one of the tools. Pages are meant to be simply the act of moving the hand across the page and writing down whatever comes to mind. Nothing is too petty, too silly, too stupid, or too weird to be included. So it's a really simple concept. Uh, you're writing three pages uh, three notebook size pages is how Julia prescribes it, which is an awful lot. Um, in my opinion, I don't know if she means front to back, but I think she means front to back. Um, and you're writing them first thing in the morning. So I'm going to talk about two ways that you could approach morning pages. One is like buy the book through the artist way. And then one is what I do, which is like, whatever I can. Um, but if you're doing it the way that Julia Cameron talks about, you're waking up right away, maybe like getting coffee or water, and then you're sitting down and writing three pages. The first thing you do. Uh, and she has a lot of reasons behind it. One is that your brain is like fresh and you can get a lot of, right out of whatever's coming to mind, maybe even tap into what you've been dreaming about, your subconscious. Um, and then she also talks about the fact that when you write first thing in the morning, you're getting some of the mundane stuff or some of those like nagging, re repetitious, like monkey brain thinking um, out of your mind in the morning so that you can go about the rest of your day and do it to the fullest and be as creative and um, conscious as you can. So that's definitely been true for me when I do this, right? Um, let me read that part because it's pretty, pretty, pretty cool okay so she says um why do people write morning pages well she says to get to the other side um they think i'm kidding but i'm serious because she's saying um you get to the other side of your fear your negativity your moods um beyond the reach of the sensor the person in our head telling us that like everything's wrong. Um, we find our own quiet center, the place where we hear the still small voice that is at once our creators and our own. Um, and in my own experience doing morning pages, I have definitely found that first of all, naming your problems, uh, when you wake up, naming the things that you're worried about takes a lot of power out of them. And I think that a lot of us are scared to be like, I don't like my job or I don't know if I want to live in the city anymore. Um, but when you write them on a page, they're there. They're not as scary. And then um, I think she mentions this in here at some point, but if you're writing that every day for six months, um, it's a lot harder to not do something about it. Right. So you're both like acknowledging your feelings to take some of the power away, but also noticing patterns about how you're feeling and thinking that can be really helpful in making life decisions um, and noticing kind of the meaning behind some of those thoughts that go on and repeat in your head a lot. Um, and then the other thing that I like about morning pages um, first thing in the morning is that it's sort of an alternative to meditation. Um, I try to meditate all the time, and I'm sure I'll talk about that at length. Um, but my mind is like going 
full steam all the time. Um, and so especially in the morning when I'm like waking up and have a lot to go do, uh, it is hard for me to sit there and like breathe, although I do try. Um, but it is much easier for me to sit down and write, um, and to let those thoughts in the same way that when you're meditating, you let thoughts come and you let thoughts go do that on paper. Um, and so write them down, give them, you know, the 10 seconds they, they want and then keep going. So sometimes my morning pages are like, uh, I'm really tired. I didn't sleep super well. Um, and which would be the same things popping in throughout a meditation where I'm trying to like breathe. Um, but you're just naming it and then you're moving on. Um, and so I think, uh, it's a really good way to, ease into this kind of like self-awareness. Um, and actually here, she says, we meditate to discover our own identity, um, and our right place in the scheme of the universe through meditation. We acquire and eventually acknowledge our connection to an inner power source that has the ability to transform our outer, outer world. Um, morning pages map our own interior. Without them, our dreams may remain terra incognita. Using them, the light of insight is coupled with the power for expansive change. It is very difficult um, to complain about a situation morning after morning. Oh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. I'll probably have to cut that part out. The pages lead us out of despair and into undreamed of solutions. I'm going to read that again. The pages lead us out of despair and into undreamed of solutions. So anyway, that's the by the book, Julia Cameron morning page method, which is wake up, write three pages, no matter what, every single day, never skip it. It's part of your routine, the same way that you have to drink coffee in the morning, if that's you. Um, that's Julia Cameron. So my method is a little uh, more lax, simply because I find that too much like emphasis on um, structure and routine can make me feel pretty anxious. Um, and then I can kind of beat myself up if I do miss a routine. So I do try to do morning pages every day and I try to um, record in my little habit tracker um, the days I do it. And it's almost every day. Um, I don't always do three pages, although I think that's something I could push myself to do because it's pretty sweet to see what happens after like a page and a half when you're bored and you don't know what you're going to write. Sometimes some cool stuff comes out like poetry or a description of what you're looking at on the roof. Um, but yeah, so writing, I do it every day. Mostly I do one page usually. Um, and I don't always do it when I wake up. I do it when I have, a minute. I'd like to do it when I'm like waking up in the morning, drinking coffee. I'll usually um, take some meditative breaths first and then write and then go upstairs, get dressed, get ready to go. Um, but sometimes it doesn't work out that way. And I do it like when I get home from work or like at a coffee shop after work. Um, so my point being, don't get too concerned about doing it perfectly. Uh, I think it's still an amazing practice to get to know yourself better. And uh, you might be really surprised about the stuff that comes up. Um, and if you needed any more incentive to try it out, I realized that, and I just realized it now, actually, as I talked about morning pages and the kind of things that you can discover about yourself, that I was writing about moving out of New York City all of last year. 
in different capacities, like the city makes me anxious or like I'm kind of sad. Um, and then occasionally I would let myself write, what if I moved to Utah? And then I would like close the notebook, ignore it, pretend it never happened. Um, but that happened like five or six times. And then eventually that is exactly what I did. And the first time I wrote it, I remember thinking like, that is insane. I can't believe you're even writing this down, but I'm writing these stupid morning pages and I have to write. So I'm just going to put that because it's in my brain. And then it turned from that to, uh, you know, uh, I packed up all of my belongings, put them in a van and then drove across the country to Salt Lake City. So um, I think there's something really powerful about that, about tapping into your subconscious, um, to your maybe truest self. And and Morning Pages is one great way to get there. And uh, the proof is in my pudding. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to the first ever episode of Take Some Time Off. <laughs> Maybe I'll write a song about it to sing at the beginning of the next one. Um, thank you for listening. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any ideas for the next podcast. And I can't wait to talk to you soon. Kisses from me and my cats. Postscript. Um, originally, I talked about my cats in this episode, and I didn't, uh, ultimately, but I'm sure that they also send you kisses. Thanks. <laughs>